Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is attorney Matt Mangus, and on today's program, we're going to continue in a uh, rather lengthy series we've had on employment law. Uh, that uh, in, in this program, we're going to talk about uh, unemployment compensation law. Joining me today is attorney Sean McLaughlin, who has practiced uh, employment law, including unemployment compensation, for about 25 years now. Sean, when we left off at the last program, uh, we were talking about there being two uh, types of uh, situations. Uh, I think we. I think we referred to it as the I quit and the you're fired. And I think we uh, talked uh, about the I quit. Uh, so tell us about the you're fired situation. Well, that's the one I see with some regularity as well. Um, in the you're fired situation, the employer bears the burden of proof at the hearing and thus puts on their case first. That means they present testimony and so on at the hearing first. Now, the employer's burden is to show that they had good cause for firing the employee, not just uh, they can't have a bad reason or no reason. They have to have good cause. And we refer to this as willful misconduct. And there are three basic ways for an employer to show willful misconduct. One's basically a violation of known work rules. These are usually in writing, like written policies or manual. The second way to show willful misconduct is verbal instructions provided to the worker, usually by a supervisor, do this, don't do that, that kind of thing. Then the third way to show willful misconduct is even if something's not written down or never told to the employee, there's a category of things that the employee knows they should or shouldn't do. For example, everyone knows you shouldn't punch a coworker. Everyone knows you shouldn't steal from your employer. There's certain basic things that you don't have to be told not to do those things, and that would be willful misconduct. So what's the best way for an employer to establish or show this willful misconduct? Well, establishing willful misconduct generally starts long before the date of termination. It starts when the employer drafts a good handbook of policies and procedures and with the employer educating the employees about the contents of the handbook when they're first hired. Now, I help employers put these manuals together and review what they already have. And as it relates to unemployment comp matters, Employers want to make sure there is a list of things that if the employee does, and this would be written in the manual, if there's a list of things that the employee does, then the employee knows he could be disciplined up to and including immediate termination uh, for doing those things. For example, the manual might say that if they engage in certain types of conduct, they'll be subject to discipline up to and including immediate termination. And so then you'll give the list of what those things are. Now, some of these rules are standard for all companies and some may be unique to your particular business. Uh, But I'll have some for the employer. Uh, No matter what they have, there are typically um, things that I can add and help them with uh, that they need to be aware of. Um, The employer, of course, is going to have the employee sign a statement saying that they read and understood your policies and procedures and they'll agree to abide by them. And the employer is going to keep that form on file. And if the employer ever ends, ends up at an unemployment comp hearing, they're going to pull that document out, that signed document by the employee as exhibit number one. So what's the point of doing all that? Well, the point is the employer 
who terminated an employee once to show that the employee violated a known work rule. And the best way to show something was a work rule is to put it in writing and to give it to the employee, i.e. a handbook, and have them sign for that. Then when the employee violates work rules, the employer will give a written write-up to the employee and keep that in the employment file. Of course, for verbal warnings, uh, and sometimes they're given in advance, but even these verbal warnings are reduced to writing. You'll document to the file that you gave the, ver the verbal warning. And I see the uh, employee who often will show up at the hearing saying they didn't know and they did not get uh, a, a copy of the manual. They didn't know why they were being fired. So, again, the handbook will help make the uh, strong argument uh, that the employee did know and so the employee can't show up saying, I had no idea. Also, the employer must be sure to enforce rules uniformly. Um, the employer should not terminate someone for coming in late if it allows everybody else to come in late all of the time as well. Okay. Well, Sean, it looks like that's all the time we have for today's program, and uh, we'll pick up on our next program and uh, talk a little bit more about unemployment compensation as we begin to wrap up our series on employment law. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free, 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.